listening to Wake Up and Read the Labels, your guide to eating simple and feeling good. If you want to eat clean and feel your best, guess what? You're in the right place. Each week, we talk about ingredients that may be holding you back from feeling your best. We also talk to some brands that are going against the grain and actually using real ingredients we can recognize. Plus, we're sharing stories with people who are just like you, who actually woke up and read the labels. Welcome to Wake Up and Read the Labels. Here, we're helping people just like you discover what's really inside of your food and most importantly, find foods made with real ingredients. We're talking about ones your body can recognize and digest. Basically, we're ditching the fake stuff. Goodbye. And keeping the real ingredients, which inevitably allows you to feel your best. Here's what we do. We collaborate with brands and experts to find the cleanest options for all areas of your life, food and beverage, skincare, household products, and more. We're thrilled to have you listening along today. And I'm so excited to welcome Joey, the founder of Joey's Hot Sauce, who you will learn today that he created this line all for Lisa, the love of his life. Bottom line is, hot sauce is full of sugar and preservatives, which make you bloated. But not Joey's. It's healthy and made with clean ingredients. So let's dive in. We're going to be talking to Joey, who's an artisanal hot sauce maker, as he calls himself. Joey, how do you pronounce your last name? My last name is pronounced Repiche, or you don't have to roll the R. Repiche is how you uh, say that. It's been mispronounced my entire life, so don't feel bad. Oh my gosh, I'm so glad that I actually asked you to say that because I was not going to go there at all. In fact, I asked my husband, I said, is this repis or is this repice? <laughs> yeah. You know, what's even funny is that even in Italy, when I went, my it's from southern part of Italy. Even when I went to Italy, there's certain parts of Italy, like the northern part, they don't even pronounce it correctly. So it's an interesting last name. And I inherited it. Obviously. Obvious. Well, good. Good news is you inherited it, Joey. Okay. So it looks like you founded your line of hot sauces all for the love of your life, right? You're committed to health. You put real foods into these bottles. So you decided, hey, look, let me see if I can make something amazing and clean for your wife. And good news is it looks like you did. So Joey, tell us who you are and what do you do? Well, my name is Joey Repiche. I, I am a small batch organic hot sauce producer here out of Southern Oregon. And what I do is like my wife had a need. This brand came from a need. She was looking at hot sauce on the shelf with frustration. She was saying, there's fillers, there's binders, there's glycosate, there's all these additives and importantly, sugar. You know, she was doing no sugar in her diet at the time. And she wasn't even asking me to make her a hot sauce. I was just inspired. I have a incredible connection with my wife. I'm very lucky. So I was just inspired. I, I said, I'm going to make Lisa hot sauce. I didn't even tell her anything. I just went to the farmer's market. We were living in Mar Vista at the time. And I was at the farmer's market looking at all these like organic peppers from these private growers. And I just used my intuition. And, and I've been around the restaurant industry and the health space for many, many years. And I was just, you know, influenced by that, influenced by my mom's incredible Southern Italian execution of simplicity, the, the way that the balance of simplicity brings greatness. I, I feel like that's a motto I got from my mom. And and I just like went into it and Lisa was just like, what are you doing? I was there with the Vitamix at home. And I just like 
I whipped out a hot sauce. I'm making you a hot sauce, babe. She's like, oh. She tried it. She was like, oh my God, this is so incredible. I went to work that night and I was bragging at the, like to the bartender. And I was like, hey, Mishka, I made a I made a hot sauce for Lisa last night. He's like, yeah. I want one. And I was like, 10 bucks. And he said, all right. That is awesome. So I'm curious, how long have you been married? We married half that time, five years. And we're, we've been with each other for 10 years. Wow. That's how this brand got started. It's pretty amazing. Okay. Um, I love this story because I did do a podcast with Lovebird Cereal. And I feel like the guys who are starting these, what I like to call ethical companies, meaning, you know, really trying to give people really healthy stuff and made with real ingredients. I mean, you guys have big, big hearts. And the fact that I know he does it for his daughter and you're doing it for your wife. And it's like, oh, we need more men like you guys. You guys need big, big hugs. So it sounds like you have a family background in cooking. Can you share a little bit of how that influenced your company? Yes. You know, my mom comes from the southern part of Italy and Calabria. I visited several times when I was a kid. And the southern part of Italy is just very poor. But, you know, they lived off the land. You know, they had their goats. They had the oregano. They had figs. And they lived in the mountains. They were essentially mountainous people. And Mm -hmm. I went to visit there. It was very poor. So my father, they came from like, you know, they all like lived in a studio apartment. They all like shared like five brothers sharing one bed. And um, they came to America. They trickled in, you know, they had cousins that essentially got married to somebody that was an American. And so my mom comes from this very Southern Italian, you know, making use of everything And the approach towards living was really taking reverence to the food. And I was raised in America. So it was like challenging on many levels for them, this clash of titans. I was getting brainwashed with television and wanting, you know, Count Chocula on the table. And my mom was just like, you know, really wanting to just make food, make eggs, like make actual food. And I had that distilled into me. And I took that for granted for many years. I didn't really recognize the value of what my mom was doing, like the making everything from scratch. You know, she would make pastas from scratch. I would sit there and, and roll it. We would clip that little clip on the table and I would sit there and roll the machine while my mom would like put the pasta in and from the flour that she rolled herself. And we would make the meatballs by hand, everything. Everything was like made from scratch at our house and our sauce from scratch. We would make it in bulk with the plum tomatoes. And I was just raised with this culture on the southern part of Italy that I feel heavily influences my approach on cuisine. And again, I was gravitated towards restaurants that were more, at the time, for a while was plant-based but I've always been surrounded around restaurants that were more farm to table, so to speak, and organic emphasis. And I was just drawn to them because it made more sense with my own personal lifestyle. Yeah, 100%. And I hear you on taking that for granted. You don't realize it's good until maybe you get older and you deal with health issues or something like that, right? I just got back from Europe. We spent a lot of time there. And when I was over there, I looked around going, man, it's so hard to find like 
convenient foods anywhere. It's you have to sit down, you have a meal two or three hours and it's all fresh and it's all locally sourced and all these things. And then I get back to America, go to the grocery store, you buy in, you know, the organic produce, but it's like, we're not supposed to have cucumbers all year round. And they taste like trash comparatively Mm -hmm. to when you get that fresh cucumber grown right there. So I love that. I love that. So tell me about why being healthy is so important to you. And what does that mean to you and your company? You know, in the 90s, I was pretty destructive. You know, I was the party lifestyle. I was really into like drugs and alcohol. And I really went down to some pretty dark places in my life. But um, I feel like that was also what inspired me to go on the opposite end of the spectrum where I was like really looking after myself and I was like getting into juice fasting and cleanses and just eating like Mm -hmm. things that would help me restore my body. And that led me down to just really looking at what is more conducive to my lifestyle to really help me to like sustain. It brought reverence to my dietary choices. And I really feel like, you know, I just turned 52 and whenever I'm like around anyone, I, I take guys out on my jogs that are like half my age. And they're just like, how the hell are you jogging up this mountain and still like crushing the mountain? I'm like, I, I'm not even aware that I'm like crushing the mountain. I'm just doing what I feel like I need to do to challenge myself to, to stay in shape. So um, I just know that when I eat, food that I know where it comes from without sugar spiking my glucose. When when I exercise regularly, my mental clarity is way better. My my physical being is way better. I'm, I'm just better to be around. Um, Meditation is a big part of my, my journey as well. When I incorporate these things in my life, I'm inspired in my own personal life. So I just, I want people to have this kind of experience. It's Joey's hot sauce is not only just about a hot sauce, it's in the sense for me, it's about a lifestyle. I want people to be inspired to know that to make the correlation of what they're eating and how they're feeling, there is a correlation there. We're so disconnected from that. And the fun thing about it is that it's a flavorful hot sauce, but I love to show people how to cook with it. I have like dreams beyond the hot sauce. You know, I would love to do some dressings. I would love to do some healthier potato chips and popcorn and just show people how to cook meals, meal prep, make it simple and flavorful and just be connected to your food, like where you're sourcing your proteins. If you're not a vegetarian, where where that food's coming from, supporting regenerative agriculture, trying to be a part of the solution, you know, being the change. Yeah, I love that. Absolutely. So many people just don't realize that food is so connected with how you feel and the capability you're able to give yourself to others. And I think for most people that don't understand the power of food, it's because they haven't figured out all the right foods. So they never actually felt that feeling. They never actually gained control of their day. Mm-hmm. They just simply feel defeated. But that's what we do. We teach people about reading the labels. And I love how you specifically talk about these monumental moments in your life that helped initiate this reason for starting your hot sauce, right? Along those lines, tell us about your hot sauce. Yeah. So, you know, it's a blend between hot and sweet peppers. It's all roasted, you know, that's not really that common in the field. 
A lot of uh, hot sauces are also just like a one pepper driven. The fact that I'm roasting it is an added like level of labor. I also hull out the inner workings of like where all the capsation is in the core so I can regulate the heat because I like the flavor of the hotter peppers. Like sometimes hot sauces to me are either just extremely vinegar based or they're extremely hot. And the way that they offset that heat is by adding sugar. So, you know, I'm doing no sugar. There's no additives, no colors. There's just simplicity, just a blend between hot and sweet peppers. I do some charring on some of the poblanos. I'm all roasted and, you know, we blend it. We use apple cider vinegar. We use turmeric, black pepper, Himalayan salt, every single ingredient, even the water that I choose to put into Joey's hot sauce is a mountain spring water. We're using spring water uh, and not just filtered because I know a lot of times these filters can essentially just start to go off on you and or they're not being changed. The filters are not being changed. So I get spring water to put into it here at Mount Shasta, which isn't too far from us. It's all high quality, all organic. There's like not one ingredient that can't be organic it has to be organic to be in Joey's hot sauce. In fact, recently, because of uh, workforce labor issues, I have not been able to source organic habaneros. So instead of just like putting inorganic products, which, you know, a lot of brands do that, you know, for me, I pivoted. I'm like, well, okay, what peppers are available right now? And I noticed that there are some Fresnos available. So I, I made Rebel Red, we called it. So like I'm rebelling like historically, I would be a rebel okay. destructively in the past. And I feel like today I'm, I'm rebelling against the system and like staying adamant to organic. So we made an alternative sauce to be as a placeholder until those organic habaneros come back in. So we can basically put the original sauce back out on, on the market. And people have been like really embracing that. They really have been, they just love how much care and the commitment that I have to like the integrity of the product is just means everything to me, you know? So it's all organic or not Joey's. Absolutely. I love it. And I'm here to let all the listeners know that Joey's hot sauce is likely, I can't think of another one, but the cleanest hot sauce out there. I mean, the fact that you're using apple cider vinegar, turmeric, black pepper, that is anti-inflammatory. I mean, in like you said, most people are throwing vinegar and sugar Yours is so well-balanced and so much flavor. And for all of you guys listening today, you can use the code WAKEUP20 for 20% off your order. With that being said, I'm already hungry, craving hot sauces at this moment. I have to know, how did you get the name for the first hot sauce, which was Priscilla the Creeper? <laughs> well, Lisa and I were sitting down, we're having meals, we're trying out the hot sauce. I'm like, what are we going to call this thing, you know? And out of nowhere, it just dropped into my head. <laughs> and in, of all things, in a British accent, it said, Priscilla the Creeper, you know, just dropped into my head. And I said it out loud and, and she started laughing like at the top of her lungs. She's like, what the hell was that? And, uh, you know, we told our mentor's son, Atlas, he's this little kid. He's like so smart. He's amazing. And um, he, he was like, I love that. That sounds really cool. So we were just like, okay, that seals the deal. The first sauce that we ever made 
and named was called Priscilla the Creeper. I never met a Priscilla. Uh, a lot of people always tell me, was this like an ex-girlfriend? No, <laughs> it's just a strange name. The only time I've ever heard Priscilla was Priscilla Presley. Right. Well, I thought I was like, maybe that's his wife's name, but why is she a creeper? Okay. So that <laughs> that clears a lot of the air. No, I'm kidding. But I know that I'm pretty sure, does that have three of the little hot peppers on it out of the four? Is it three out of four or three out of five? Yeah, three out of five. Three out of five, yeah. My favorite is Priscilla the Creeper. And I know my kids tried it and they're like, this is pretty good. And I know my eight-year-old, he read it. He's like, Priscilla the Creeper? What is a creeper, mom? <laughs> I'm like, well, you know, I really like Priscilla the Creeper. And I also really like the Truffle Queen. That's it. Truffle Queen, right? Yeah. That one's called Lisa the Truffle Queen. That's named after my wife. Because when we were trying the sauce and I was just like, I was adding truffles. I'm like, I'm not going to center this around like price point. I'm going to basically take the truffles and I'm going to keep adding them until we get to that sweet spot, that like magic. You know, I feel like great places I went to eat in my life have always had like the wow zone. Like you taste it and you're just like, wow, this is so incredible. So we focused it on what is that sweet spot? And we came to like actual 10 grams of real wild forged truffles. And that's the thing. If you know anything about the food industry, the truffle part of the food industry is so manipulative. They're just like synthetic chemical derivative. There's no actual truffles in product. They're manipulating the product and its essence and, you know, truffle flavor. And Oh yeah. I mean, that's like 99% of the food industry now, synthetic stuff. Yeah. And with truffles, they're, they're sneakingly like giving you the, the smell and kind of like the experience of truffle to some extent but it's nothing like what real truffles actually do. So right. I'm like, how about like a concept of like, hey, let's actually get truffles and grind them into the sauce, you know? And that's what I did. I just kept looking for that sweet spot. And when we hit 10 grams, I'm like, well, that's quite a bit of truffles. But 10 grams was the spot that I said, okay, this is it. So that's when I let Lisa try it. And she was like, oh my God, I don't even want to try any other hot sauce. So we're like, what are we going to name this? And the girl that I was working with at the time, Jamie, she was just like, why don't you call it Lisa the Truffle Queen? I'm like, that's brilliant. Lisa the Truffle Queen. <laughs> I love it. Okay. So I'm curious, what is it like owning your own business, especially a hot sauce company? Does your wife try all the new flavors? You know, she doesn't really like the hotter ones, to be honest with you. And what's really funny is that I've come to like admire a lot of hotter ones only because of the stylistic approach that mm -hmm. not to toot my own horn, but like it, to me, it needs to come from a place of flavor first. Flavor needs to be the foundation. It's not just about annihilating heat. You know, there's a lot of hotter hot sauces that just kind of lackluster in flavor and they just like destroy your palate. And that was the thing I really wanted to be able to Kind of like obviously kill, still keep my face, my mug on the on the bottle of hot sauce, <laughs> but still like there's smoke coming out of my ears on the hotter sauces. Lisa has no interest in any of the hotter ones. She's a Priscilla and Lisa the Truffle Queen girl all the way. I tend to like do some marinades and like if I do stews with the hotter stuff, like if I get like chicken wings and I get a Ziploc bag and I throw some of that 50-50 in there with some lemon juice and some rosemary, just crush that in there. 
get a good marinade with that, salt and pepper on the cue. It is magic. I love the hotter sauces for like marinades or if I'm roasting vegetables, just using it as almost like a cooking companion, showing people how to cook with the hot sauce because it's basically almost like a pepper puree stylistically the way that I make my sauce. So it doesn't necessarily, I mean, it can go obviously directly onto food. I tend to use Priscilla and, and Lisa the Truffle Queen directly onto food but tend to cook with uh, the hotter sauces that I make. And particularly the Haller Razor is more of a, like a stew for me. Like I do bone broths and just like bang a little bit in the middle of winter, just get that blood flow and get a little bit of sweat going for yourself. That's how I like to use some of the hotter sauces. Lisa has no interest in the hotter <laughs> sauce. See, me and my husband are exactly the same. I'm more of like the Lisa, the truffle queen, and also the Priscilla, the creeper. And he's all about the hot sauce. Like, let I want my face to sweat. And I'm like, that makes my face hurt. <laughs> but nonetheless, delicious. Okay, so I am curious, last question for you. What was your wake up moment in business and in relation to food? You know, that I've always been drawn to just, you know, restaurants that have been more like health centered and... I've been inspired to like support restaurants that are been driving people to to look at what's inside of the ingredients of the food and um, health centric, but also having being at the farmers markets and having people taste my sauce. You know, I put it on some like popcorn that's like in olive oil, and people are always blown away. And I taste them through, and I just tell them about the brand, and they just like. I just have this connection to people that come to the farmer's market. It's almost like a trust. They trust me and I'm like, walk around <laughs> and I'll be in a supermarket and people will be like, Joey, you know, <laughs> and yeah. complete strangers. And it's so amazing. You know, I, I feel like that connection to people when they know the story, they know the brand, they know the bottle, they trust me. I feel like mm-hmm. I need to show up for these people and, and they can lean on me for what's in that inside that bottle, what's inside that product. I feel I feel inspired to like take it even further. I really want to see this brand and I really want people to look and into what they're eating. So it's so great to partner with you and, and discuss like what this brand's all about. I, I love how committed you are and how how many eyes you're opening to like what's going on in our food industry. It's so harmful, like what's out there, what's approved. It's not okay with me. And and I feel it's our duty to show people where they need to invest in. We can start shifting like the industry, the industry. Yeah. I remember when I was a kid, you said organic and it was like yep. organic uh, grocery store. And it was like, ah, oh, you tree hugging hippie. You know, that's how it was like when I was growing up. And now it's like yep. every single mass produced chain store has an organic section, we've made an impact, you know, and wherever we put our money, what we focus on, the big money follows. So I have faith that we can really shift this broken system and fix it. We can. It's going to have to be grassroots way though, because all of us little brands, we aren't able to go on the news and things like that. Like I I was asked to be in the Home and Garden magazine and they're like, well, you can't talk about, you know, bunny bread and you can't talk about 
canola oil because those things sponsor us. And it's like, oh, well, this is never going to be able to work out type thing. But really, the food industry has blinders on all of us. And it's not our fault. It's not anyone's fault that buy an organic. You can buy organic sugar and you can buy Mm -hmm. organic wheat flour and organic just really terrible things that still cause inflammation. So it's really up to the consumer, like you said, to educate themselves, to empower themselves, to become aware of these smaller brands just like you, because there is these smaller ethical companies that are empowering themselves and saying, I figured out the food industry. Enough is enough. I want to do something about it. I feel inspired. I feel a duty. I feel a calling to help these people. And you're you're feeling connected, all these things. So for all you listeners, you can swap out every single thing in your refrigerator, your freezer, your pantry, your work environment, all these things. It's just, it's understanding where to get those things. And so for your hot sauce in your pantry, here you go. There's Joey's Hot Sauce, right? So check out Joey's Hot Sauce at joeyshotsauce.com and find out how you can order small batch and even get it delivered to your door. Be sure to follow Joey's Hot Sauce on Instagram. It's simply at Joey's Hot Sauce. Remember to use the code WAKEUP20 for 20% off your order. Joey, it has been amazing talking to you. I love your story. Love your mission. Love your product. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep fighting that good fight. Keep going forward. Thanks. You're incredible. I really appreciate you. Thank you so much. What you do is so important. So important. Thank you. We'll be in touch soon. Okay. For everyone listening, don't forget to leave a review wherever you listen to your podcast. Or if you have someone you'd like to see on the podcast, email us at support at ginsmiley.com. And as always, learn more about why you're reading labels and how you can too at ginsmiley.com. Okay. Hey, Joey. So much fun talking to you. Um, And we'll talk soon, okay? Thank you. Take care. Absolutely. Have a great night. See ya. You too. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Wake Up and Read the Labels. If you like this episode, guess what? We want you to share it. We'd love that. Share it with a friend and leave us a review. You can subscribe in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or really wherever you're listening to your podcast. For more information, visit us at wakeupandreadthelabels.com. Hold up. 